Hello and a big welcome to the Lean Girl Fitcast, your place for motivation and mindset mastery on your fat loss and fitness journey. We are excited to get into today's episode talking about the place between discipline and freedom. We often feel like when we have a goal, when we're trying to lose fat, we have to choose between the two. We have to choose between happiness, i.e. the cake, or we have to choose restriction and discipline and not having anything. So is there a place in between? And if there is, how do we find that natural balance where we get to enjoy things, we get to enjoy celebrations, enjoy food, and not have to feel like, okay, we're either going all out, we're having all the cake, all the snacks, or we're not having anything. And Of course, the answer is there is certainly a beautiful place in between and we are going to be unpacking and giving you a practical tool that you can use in your next situation where you are struggling to find balance and you need to have a check in with yourself and say, cool, how am I going to do things differently here? I am joined again today by my husband, Gilan Gork, who is an expert mentalist and speaker in over 40 countries. He is going to be bringing his psychology and mindfulness tools that he uses to help high performers find deep happiness along the way. Great to be back. I'm excited about this episode. Wonderful to have you, honey. And so Gilan is going to be bringing his mindfulness and psychology tips and we are going to be applying it to this situation that we often find ourselves in on our fitness fat loss journey. And I thought it would be good to start off by painting a picture of a place I have been many a time before. I'm sure you have too, Han. In fact, I'm pretty sure you have. I've seen you, Han. I've seen you at those birthday parties. That sounds more like an admonishment than a question. <laughs> All right. So, you know, when we are trying to lose fat, for example, we go to a celebration of some kind. Let's say we're heading out to a birthday party and there's cake, there's snacks, and we'll find ourselves in this place, in this sort of mental battle between, okay, should I say no to the cake, not touch a snack, not have a glass of champagne, or Is today going to be the one of those days where I say, screw it, and I have the cake and the snacks and the cheese board and me become one, and I drink two bottles of the champagne, and then I feel terrible about that too. In both of these situations, we are not happy, right? I have often in the past gone to a birthday, and I could not even focus on the conversations I was having because I was having a constant battle. What am I going to do? Am I going to have the cake? How can I avoid having the cake? Or, oh my word, those snacks look so good. I can't wait to get over to those snacks. So there was this constant tension and that is definitely not a place that we want to live live from, right? We want to be able to enjoy going to a celebration, going to a party, having something delicious, but having it in a way that feels good, right? Yeah. I mean, actually, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about when I go to my sister, when I go to Leora. Yes. And she brings out the, the, Damn sweet, board. the sweet board of dessert that yes. has got every imaginable sweet. And like, I'm literally eating the honeycomb and the chocolates and the sour sweets and the and the gummies, and I just, I cannot stop myself. And then the, then after all of that, it's like, then she'll bring out the ice cream. The actual dessert. And, then, and the mulva pudding. And yeah. then I'm like, 
had I known this was all coming, I may not have eaten so many sweets, but I'm going to eat all of that anyways, you know? So <laughs> it's like, I, I totally get it. I have, you know, I can't confirm nor deny that I've eaten my feelings. Yes, a little bit. So the question that we want to answer here is, is discipline and freedom in opposition to one another? Can you be disciplined but still have a sense of freedom and enjoy yourself? Or is this something that we have to choose, one or the other? Yeah, it's interesting how you asked that question. You said, could we have discipline and freedom where we enjoy ourselves? And so what you've done there is we've created a kind of a duality. There's freedom, which we enjoy, Mm. and then there's discipline, which we don't enjoy. And I suppose this has been ingrained in us. We hear often, I'd rather have the pain of discipline than the pain of regret, you know? So we, we feel that discipline is this painful thing. We've created um, certain concepts. This is how we live our life, by the way. We, uh, we assign meaning to things. We have concepts that we apply to things. And so with that are these definitions that we have. I bet that if I say to you, um, what is your definition of work? Your definition of work, uh, where I know for you, it's um, expressing your love for your community. It's uh, creating content that's going to serve people. I know that I might ask somebody else, though, um, and they'll say something like, it's where I go to work hard and earn a living yeah. so that I can enjoy life some other time. We, we all have definitions. So we all have a definition for discipline. Right. And I, I would say that most of our definitions for discipline is that it's something I have to do to myself, I have to keep myself disciplined. Mm. There's pain in it, right? right? Um, and that I almost like hold myself uh, like ransom, like well, if I if I if I'm not disciplined, uh, then I'm not gonna uh, have what I want down the line. There's like this delay gratification thing, right? Which right. is that I have to be unhappy now in order to be happy later. Yes, and I think that is bullshit. <laughs> I think, it's bullshit, people. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And you know, obviously, we're gonna get into more of the psychology around this. But again, going back to what I teach, it's around how do you have some kind of parameters, some kind of structure, but there's still so much freedom within that, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's redefine what discipline is. I like that. Discipline does not have to be something that you have to inflict upon yourself. No. Discipline is not so much something that you have to do as it is something that is a natural result of being consistent. If I'm consistent at something, I will look back and say, wow, I've been so disciplined. Right? Right. And so uh, you are probably being disciplined with lots of things in your life that align with your values Mm -hmm. and that align with how you see things, Mm -hmm. with how you feel about things. Right. Uh, In an earlier episode, we spoke about the carrot analogy and we said that our behaviors, which uh, are the the top of the carrot, the leaves that are above the ground, uh, have a root cause, which consists of the way we see things, which causes, which shapes how we feel about things, right? How we feel about things drives our emotions. So discipline is doing the same stuff repeatedly, right? right. Consistently, which means that we need to see things and feel about things in a, in a consistent way and then we'll be disciplined as a result, okay? Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I, I think, I, let me know if this links in, but it when it comes to any goal, it's all, it is what you do consistently that matters. And I think... We all know that having a beautiful slice of birthday cake, couple of snacks is going to have zero impact on our result, right? That will make the journey better. It will, it's part of life. And so it's not about not having it. It's not about going crazy. It's about having 
yeah. Does that does that link in with the consistency? So being consistent can come from a place which is very positive or a place which is very negative. I know that I've had times where I'm like, oh, no, well, now I'm going to get shredded. And then I will absolutely cut out everything and I'm, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to be, I'm out at a family function and out comes the sweet board and I'm like saying no and I'm totally resisting mm. and I'm totally avoiding. So that feeling of resistance and avoidance is suffering, right? On the other hand, there's where I'm just overindulging because I'm feeling like, I, I'm feeling needy in a sense. It's like I need to have this to feel better about myself. Yes. That's also not in a, in a very uh, um, healthy place mentally and, and emotionally. Mm -hmm. So in terms of that, that analogy, in both cases, we've got certain ways that we're seeing things and certain emotions that we're feeling that are driving two consistent behaviors, either overeating or, um, or, or undereating under and, re and restricting unnecessarily. So the question then is, are your behaviors coming from a place of lack? Mm. In, in other words, is it that I feel that I'm not good enough? Is it that I feel like I have to totally restrict myself in order to feel good about myself? Because I think yeah. that if I do that long enough, then when I reach this weight or this body goal down the line, then I will feel happy. And in previous episodes, we've discussed how that is a, is a delusion because if we were going to be happy the rest of our lives when we reach a certain goal, we would all be happy because we've reached certain goals along the way. And maybe it's not a body goal, maybe it's some other kind of goal. The problem is that when we put our happiness in goals, when we reach them, it gives us a moment of relief before we're now unhappy because there's something else that's wrong. Mm. And so when we come from that place of lack and putting our happiness in an external thing, like a body goal, then our consistency will, will always contain an undercurrent of lack and suffering. Mm. And in, in, on the flip side of the coin, you're putting your happiness in the food. You're thinking, all right, here goes, I'm going to eat all the cake and this is going to give me that momentary happiness. Again, we're looking to the outside element to bring us that joy. And that's why one or two pieces, a taste of cake is not enough because it's just this empty void of lack that we are trying to fill with something that we know is not going to bring us satisfaction. Exactly. So the overeating is just another form of lack mm. because I'm not feeling happy inside. And now I think that by having this, all of this food, uh, it gives me that momentary uh, relief from that. But I'm always needing more. And so it's just another it's form of enough. it's another form of lack and need. So you know, if you were coming from a place where you knew that you didn't, you knew that you were already enough, you already felt complete, you already felt fulfilled, and you felt happy. What would you do in that situation? Mm. I think that's such a great prompt to perhaps ask ourselves in that moment. When we're in a situation where we know we have this tendency to go one way or the other, to go back and, and say to yourself, if I were to already feel complete, if I felt fulfilled and okay, like I was not lacking anything, 
how would I act right now? And I think that so organically, so naturally brings us to the place of balance where you can have a wonderful piece of cake, you can have a couple of snacks, but you are not trying to get anything out of it. You are not trying to satisfy something that is insatiable within you. And a little line that I always share with my girls is you can really have it all, just maybe not all at once. So you have something you enjoyed, you enjoy the birthday, your focus is on having fun there and you're not trying to reach for these outside things. Absolutely. I, you know, in either way, if we're trying to push things away, that is a form of resisting, mm-hmm. right? Um, resisting, avoiding, that comes from fear, right? So the root cause of that is fear. On the other hand, if we have a sense of lack and that we need something, that comes from desire. And it's fear and desire that tends to obscure the inherent sense of peace and happiness that is already within us. It is when we cease seeking or avoiding and resisting that we allow, metaphorically speaking, the clouds, the turbulent thunderstorm, all right, all that resistance to just clear. And if you imagine that your inherent nature is already peace, it is already happiness, that is the sky right? Mm. And so when the clouds part, that sky is able to shine through. And don't fall into the mistake of then thinking that it was whatever you did that caused you to be happy, you know? So if I eat and it causes me to stop seeking to eat something, it's not the food that made you happy. It was the fact that you stopped seeking that food. Mm. So if we already come from a place where we know, okay, I'm not looking to eat this because I think it's going to make me happy. If we already acknowledge, I am already happy. So in an earlier episode, we actually spoke about um, the three-question intervention. Yes. And I do think that that's actually appropriate as well, that if we are in a place where, we, where we're feeling like, sure, how do, what, I, I feel like I'm, I'm tempted to eat this thing in front of me, there's those three questions. Uh, the first one is, do I think that eating this is going to make me happy yes or am i looking to this thing yes whether that's the food whether whatever that may be it could be another do i think that eating this is going to make me happy the second question is if i knew that eating this would make me unhappy and in this context we could say if i knew that eating all of this was going to make me unhappy because eating a little bit might be fine right yes would i still eat all of it and the third question is if i already felt happy and complete inside how much of this would I have? Mm. What would I do? Mm. And so in that way, we know that we no longer have to discipline ourselves. And we know that there's already freedom in what, what we're doing because we're not being shackled. We're not being controlled by those emotions of fear and desire. Mm. And instead, we're coming in with a very centered, a very balanced sense of happiness, completeness, fulfillment. And when we say happiness, a lot of the time we think of like, oh, smiling and giggling, but we could just say it's the absence of unhappiness. Right, right? just contentment, fulfillment, just going from a place of peace and clarity. And it almost feels intuitive to then know what the next best step would be. 
And like I always mention, it is vitally important to understand the science, to understand how your body works, to have tools, to have some kind of structure. So there's absolutely a place for that. And I think you can more easily um, go forward when you have that knowledge. But what we're talking about here is even when you've got the knowledge, even when you know what you what the right action would be, we tend to go on these drastic extremes. So I love those three questions again, and I think that they fit in beautifully here. And if you haven't checked out that episode, I recommend that you do. And take notes on your phone, girl, because next time you're in the situation, you may need to, you know, pull out that phone, have a look at those three questions. And I know like I can, I can certainly feel something different and some, something that changes inside me when I have those reflective questions. And again, it's when we change those thoughts and emotions that our behavior then starts to shift. Yeah, I think it was episode four, episode uh, four. where we went through those questions in, in detail. And so we could redefine then discipline as actually being the natural result of consistent action that comes from a place of love. Mm. You could you could replace the word love with happiness mm. or with complete uh, completeness or mm. fulfillment. Wholeness, right? It's enoughness, you yes. know. Yeah. A, and so that is what discipline is, not something that you have to do to yourself. You don't have to suffer because in those moments you're behaving in a way that is consistent because you're coming from a place of enoughness. Yes. And, and therefore, the result is you will be disciplined. And so I think that they, they are one in the same thing. Freedom and discipline can actually be the same thing. Mm. We just need to change our perspective a little bit on it and come from that place of enoughness. Mm, I love that. And I think that, that that will be so helpful in these situations that we often find ourselves in where we feel perhaps a bit torn between the two so keep those questions handy i really hope that you found this episode helpful and it is going to be another tool in your fat loss toolbox to help you find that beautiful balance between going for your goal and enjoying the process along the way and all of the beautiful things like celebrations and cake and delicious food that come along with that so just to wrap up this episode um thank you so much please do share these episodes with anyone that you think would find value in them anyone that is looking to build a lean body and a gorgeous mind too right along the way um babe where can people find more uh, information about all the incredible work that you do thanks yeah if this resonates uh follow me on instagram or linkedin at gilan.gork uh, or go to happypeakperformance.com and i've got lots of free programs and resources where you can learn this and apply it in every area of your life Yes. I especially focus on work um, and how you can have deep happiness and peak performance at the same time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do leave us a review if you enjoyed this episode. And our next episode, we are going to be unpacking whether it is possible for fat loss to be fun. What do you think, babe? I think it can be fun. Okay, well... We do have fun. We do have fun. We have fun. So we are going to be seeing how can we actually make fat loss fun because if it's fun that means that we can do it we can do it pretty effortlessly and we can get the results that we want so tune into that episode um, and we will see you back here next week yeah on the lean girl fitcast <laughs> <laughs>